0: Play it, play it, play it, play it. We are gay like a fruit. We are looking like a snack. You are listening to Fruit Snacks. I'm so mad I didn't bring a charger. (laughs) Hopefully we get through this whole episode. (laughs) I've just been so busy. I
1: just can't. It's probably pregnant brain. (laughs) Well, Well, I I have sex you haven't been having. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Oh, I'm married. The modern-day Mary. I'm pregnant with Jesus.
1: Ew. I was like, I thought you said married. I was like, wait, what? No, Mary,
0: Mary. Mary Magdalene of Bethlehem.
1: Whoa. Thank That's you. a lot of knowledge for
0: you. <laughs> a is lot she, of religious is knowledge. Is she from Bethlehem? Where, they moved there. Where is Bethlehem? <laughs> they moved. They said, <laughs> when hey, they walked. You know what? <laughs> Jerusalem's not doing it for me. Let's move to Bethlehem. <laughs> right. She's like, the school system's better in Bethlehem. <laughs> Jesus will like it better. I have a really good feeling about this movie.
1: Come on, Joseph.
0: <laughs> We're out. <laughs> well, with that said, hey guys, I'm Brian. I'm Shane. And you are listening to... Bruce Snakes. Snakes! Yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sleepy. I'm sleepy. Exhausted. I feel like every time we record, we're like, we're so tired. Mm-hmm. We sound like those millennials, but whatever. If the shoe fits, if the Birkenstock, fits. if the Birkenstock. You guys, I just picked up Shane. He just flew into L.A. By the way, I oh, who cares? Anyways, he's here. We're together. And I was driving over, and I was like, Ugh. I I went home, and then came back to the airport because he's staying by the airport. And I literally just threw on like gym clothes and ran out of the house with Birkenstocks on. And then he shows up with his new Birkenstocks. I was like, "Yes, we butch lesbians, <laughs> <laughs> butch lesbian sisters." Speaking of butch, I
1: called my crew dudes downstairs. I'm the only male in on the crew. Uh huh. The only um, human who end up, who identifies as male. <laughs> and um, I was like, "All right, can I dudes?" And I like walked up, and my my flight leader looked at me. And she's like. Ew, what? (laughs) And I was like, "Girl, you know, (laughs) you know, it's okay. Like, there's no seriousness behind that. She's like, you're right, you're right.
0: (laughs) So what's this shake up, roll out, roll up?
1: for you this week. <clears throat> so I have been living my life in preparation for
0: Barcelona mm-hmm. for Barcelona. So if you guys haven't listened to the most recent episode, Shane is going to Barcelona, mm-hmm. Spain for his 30th birthday. Yeah, it's like a late late um
1: birthday celebration. But uh first of all, I went like went to my doctor cuz I just I felt like my body was falling apart. Mm-hmm. We talked about this, right? I don't know. Oh, well, Do- I noticed recently I noticed recently I had all, like all these little like red bumps on my arm and uh-huh. my hands, but nowhere else in my body. But of course, the first time I saw it, I was like, I have bed bugs or shingles or hand herpes or hand herpes. <laughs> and so I was like terrified. And then other things just started going wrong. And sometimes my body just like feels like it's resetting. Yeah. That's what it was. But of course, I was panicked and I was like, I have to see the doctor before I go.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, So I went to go see her and like everything was kind of like, her response was, you're not selling it to me, so I think you're okay, but like (laughs) just keep an eye on it because it doesn't look like anything. She did. Oh, she did.
0: (laughs) Yes. She literally was like,
1: you're not really selling it to me, so I'm going to say just keep an eye on it. If it gets worse, come back in, but it sounds like everything's kind of getting better. And I was like, yeah, it's not getting worse. I was like, I'm just freaking out. But I talked to her, remember we talked recently about how I want to start going to, like, specialty doctors and Mm -hmm. seeing, like, getting things really checked out now Mm -hmm. preventatively? So I asked her all these, like, preventative questions, and I felt so informed and, like, prepared for this. Because normally I'm like, fuck, what else was I supposed to ask her? Mm -hmm. So I went in, I got, like, a whole blood panel done. Um, I got, like, my hand herpes checked out. Cute. Uh. I asked her about my heart because my heart's been beating irregularly a yeah, lot like my lately. My heart's been beating, so <laughs> um, that's the only thing that I have to go back in for. I'm gonna have to wear like a monitor for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. So like every time it beats irregularly, I have to like push a button mm-hmm. and then mail that back to her. Um... Oh, and then I asked her about getting my ears cleaned out because my roommate got hers professionally cleaned out, and I just think it sounds so cool. And I have troubles hearing up in the air, so I was like, maybe I need to get my ears cleaned out. <laughs> So I was like, can you just check it out? And she's like, yeah, look. And she looks, she goes, you literally have zero wax in your ears. Like getting them cleaned out is the last thing you should have on your list of things to do. I was like, great. Um, And then she called me yesterday about my blood work. She goes, her words, not mine. It's the most angelic blood work I've ever seen. (laughs) I was like, wait, really? She's like, yeah, literally everything is perfect. And I go, great.
0: Love that. This is when, this is what this is. This is when millennials get health insurance. We're like, let me use it to the max. (laughs) Charge the card. Because I'm the fucking same way, bitch. They're like, what's going on? And I'm like, hold up, let me pull out my notes. (laughs) And I'm like, I I woke up recently like three times at night. Like, do I have sleep apnea? And they're like, well, why would you think you have sleep apnea? I'm like, well, I wake up tired and I like wake up a lot in the nighttime. And they're like, how many times? I'm like, like three. I just said three times. And they're like, people with sleep apnea probably wake up upwards from 50 to a hundred times. I was like, well, run the test. Prove it. (laughs) Prove it. Run the test. So I sure straight up got a sleep apnea test. I don't have sleep apnea. Thank God. <laughs> and then the other day, I had a cough that wouldn't go away for like a month.
1: Yeah, that was intense. Yeah, though.
0: that was an intense cough. It was. Um, and I took it so far to get X-rays and a CT scan to make sure all my vital organs were running correctly. <laughs> Long story short, they are. Did you have to pay for any of that? Uh, insurance. Just it covered all of it. Yeah, my fi- just fifteen dollars copay. You have good insurance. I have awful insurance. Um, well, work for a different airline. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, mind you, don't get a CT scan. Because you have to show up four hours early Ew. and drink this, like, juice. Yeah. This, like, like iodized water yeah. that tastes like straight-up shit. And you have to let it sit in your body for four hours so it goes through all your, like, organs Ew. so that they can see it in the CT yeah. scan. And I was like, oh, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> and it was, like, such a long day. At least it's not the, like, colonoscopy stuff. I want that, makes that you, like, too. Shit. I want a colonic. No, colonoscopy is when they shove a camera up your ass. Correct. Yeah. Uh, but that's like, what we have to start doing after, I think it's 40. 40. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, that's just Saturday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I want a colonic because I feel like my poop is like sometimes inconsistent. Mm. Um, so I talked to them about that. They prescribed me Gas-X and fiber pills. So, you know. Pill Not pop, the colonic pop. you were looking for. Pill Pop and Princess. Yeah. <laughs> Come on.
1: Uh, what do you take? Celltrex? Uh Prozac. Prozac. Yeah. Yeah, great. Um, also I've been on a shopping spree mm, she's got money money <laughs> <laughs> but most of it I've charged my credit card I have money set aside for this reason uh-huh. but I'm just like, like just so shopping. scared <laughs> yeah well actually it was for rent but I have <laughs> but I had like
0: <laughs> you didn't set that
1: no, aside. I, no I did I did I did but here's the thing <laughs> but here's the thing also the millennial um but here's the thing like, I, I set
0: money aside it's technically uh, <laughs> called rent but i just call it something no
1: else. no no i'm when i come back from barcelona i have just a couple days before i have to pay rent
0: and, and i and i have your landlord ain't about to get rent
1: <laughs> no i have october's rent set aside this was past
0: october's money that i would oh, be digging into yeah so I've been Ooh, sold see, yes. i would sell you budget yes i don't do that i live on the edge like whatever <laughs> pops in my bank account every paycheck, I'm like, oh shit. I guess that's how much I have. You know, sometimes I'm like, I got five dollars, but hey.
1: You know, YOLO as a kid yep. say. But I'm about to get a cute paycheck next week, and then that's all my spending money for Barcelona. Work.
0: Yeah. Fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm jealous. I want to go to Barcelona. <laughs> I was gonna go with you, but then once you said Edward was going, no offense to Edward, but then it now becomes like a third wheel kind of thing. I know, well,
1: Chikara wanted to go too. And I was like, well I think it would just be you. And he was like, I'm not third wheeling. So
0: yeah. Like, yeah. Well, if your car goes, I'll go. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Bitch, I have the time off, actually. But, like, I don't have that I money. Think he has, like, three days off. I'm spending $11,000 on new windows. Ew. I don't think I have enough money to go spend on Barcelona.
1: Yeah. I spent, like, $1,000 on our hotel. I oh.
0: splurged. Oh, that is it's paid for. <gasps> Yeah, I'm coming. Uh, <laughs> our hotel, right? Ours, <laughs> our hotel. Um, well, fun. I'm yeah. jealous. I wish I could do something big like that for my thirtieth birthday. Uh, you could do something like that for your thirty-first birthday. Just kidding. I went to Thailand. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> for two weeks. Yeah, but that was cheap. It was cheap. Yeah, I think the whole trip was like less than a thousand dollars. That's honestly. insane. Um. So what's new with me? Nothing. So moving <laughs> on. No, I'm just kidding. Um. Like I said earlier that, um, like, on a previous episode, I've been trying to find my purpose in life. Uh Uh-huh. So I've really been asking the people I trust in my life, like, what do you think I should be doing, like, in, like, a professional sense. And, um like, speaking to my therapist and stuff like that, she really comes into a lot of my conversations on this podcast. (laughs) She does. But I think what it is is that we have really deep, meaningful conversations about my own life. Mm -hmm. And I go home really, like, actively thinking about what she says because I want to take an active role of, like, making myself better. I I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, well, yeah, it's, like, you say that as therapy, but then they walk out not really wanting to do Mm -hmm. the work. But I'm like, no, I'm paying for this, so let me actually do the work. Even though... I get really down on it because like, as I'm saying this, I was going to say that it's been kind of like a mentally draining week for me just mm. because I feel like I've been living in my head so much so with yeah. my thoughts. Um, but I came to the conclusion that I was going to look into becoming a high school counselor. You've talked about this before, right? Have I? Like, no, not on the podcast. I mean, wasn't it originally why you went back to school? Was it to be a teacher? A teacher, but I don't think I want to teach anymore. Oh. Yes. I got a master's in education because I was like, oh, I can get certified in teaching and teach high school. But the thing with teaching is that you have to pick a curriculum that's within the high school scope. So like either English, math, science, PE, or foreign language or arts. And I'm like, nothing really like... I'm not that interested yeah and in, so i like did the pe route but then i'm like bitch i didn't even fucking want to go to pe like i would make 101 excuses why i couldn't dress out just walk around the track in my normal school clothes <laughs> eating hot cheetos like i didn't give a fuck and so i'm like if i see that bitch walking around in her school clothes eating hot cheetos i'm like girl i get it like i'm not gonna motivate you because i don't feel motivated so then i was thinking how could i still be a part of that like you know progressive mind state mm-hmm. for kids and like help develop minds like that and be a support in that sense without having to like teach and my mind's eye like went wild because like oh my god maybe i can be like a high school counselor so kids can like you know rely on me and then if i wanted to i could like teach or coach the high school cheer team mm. and then maybe because i could like be a part of the school i could teach communication courses right because uh-huh. that was really my goal when i was like thinking about teaching i was like yeah doing communication. Um, like teaching high school kids like interpersonal communication skills because I feel like we're, a lot of the younger generation is la- lacking that. Um, interview skills. Um, what else? Small group discussion. Public speaking. Just so that people like high schoolers know how to present themselves because yeah. I feel like that's a big part of like booking booking <laughs> booking the job but getting the job and like being successful. Yeah. Like just kind of harnessing your own powers. Um, I think that would be great for a high school class because I feel like it's part of your general education in any scope of school for your college degree like any bachelor's program or associate's makes you take a communication course mm-hmm. cuz clearly when you're dealing with people you have to communicate so long story short i wanted to do that and so my mind was like oh if i was a counselor if i was a counselor i can kind of like <laughs> you said a counselor, counselor. <laughs> i could like kind of create all of that uh-huh. within my own reality but then i looked at the <clears throat> Requirements. Oh. No, the salary. I don't give a fuck about the salary. um, Because I'd rather be, like, feeling meaningful. Mm -hmm. But I looked at the requirements. (sighs) My requirements don't work. I have to go... I would have to go back to school to get a degree in counseling. Oh. Yeah. That's stupid. I know. Either a master's degree in counseling or... Um, a bachelor's in counseling, and I was thinking about going back to school. I signed up for um, school again. <laughs> I know oh, I'm like a mess. I signed up for school again to get a master's in communication. I haven't committed to it yet, but I'm like starting the process. I'm like filling out a fast fund, all that stuff. Um, but I'm like maybe if I like do counseling, but I don't want it. Like I've always the original reason I wanted to get a master's was not communication, but I'm like I don't know what I would want to do with it. That's why I switched to education because I was like oh i'm working towards a job but then i was like i don't fucking want to do education so i don't want to go into counseling thinking this is what i'm going to do and then by the time it's over i'm like i don't want to do counseling so yeah end of story (laughs) were you looking to do your next online again online again yeah just because um as you guys know i'm really busy so on like sitting in a classroom i don't think i can squeeze that time out yeah like it's easy for me to do online because like I can work, and on layovers, I could just bring my computer and, like, write my papers and theses and stuff like that, just like I did, Yeah, you That's know, smart. on my first master's, but I don't know. I'm feeling really ambitious, because when I have time, I feel like I need to fill it.
1: <laughs> I like that journey so, for you.
0: hopefully it's a journey for me, yeah. but we'll see, I guess.
1: Um, also, really quickly, I don't know why I thought about this, but... <clears throat> I was home with my roommate Lily the other Mm -hmm. night, and Colin left out of town, and Edward was out doing, I don't know, something Edward was doing, and Lily and I, whenever we're home alone, we always have bug situations, Mm -hmm. so I get home from work, and I leaned over my bed to, like, plug in my um, Edison bulb Mm -hmm. above my bed, and to turn on my AC, and as I went to go reach down the other side of my bed, because my bed's, like, pressed up against the wall, and right on top of my bed on the wall is the window mm-hmm. so like i went to go reach down to like, plug in the edison bulb and i was like hey, what is that and i saw this like white fuzzy thing like sitting on my bed and it was pretty fucking big i was like oh wow that's a big feather because i have a feather comfort mm-hmm. or a down comforter so like i a lot of times feathers will just come out so i'm like looking and i was like i don't think that's a feather like i it's not moving, but I just don't think it's a feather, uh-huh. so I kind of, like, lightly blew on it, and, like, it just kind of waved in the wind and still didn't move, and I was, like, I heard Lily on her phone, and it was kind of late at night. I was, like, oh, thank God she's up, so I texted her. I was, like, need your need your help stat. So she, like, came out. She's, like, hello. So she's on the phone, and I go, can you please tell me what this is? So she, like, comes over, and she's, like, what? And she's, like, so scared to look, and I go, oh, my God, there's a body. I saw, like, the whole body of it, uh-huh. and I was, like... There's a bug on my bed.
0: She's like, no, silly. That's my butt plug. <laughs> so
1: stupid. A fuzzy <laughs> butt plug? Yeah, why
0: would it be behind your bed? <laughs> could you imagine? What a tickle out of that. <laughs> could you imagine your roommate coming and be like, oh no. my god, I've been looking for my butt no. plug. No. <laughs> Sorry, okay, go ahead.
1: <laughs> you <know> what? Happy, <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, you thought it was funny. Um. So uh, I'm like looking at it, and I'm like, "Oh my god! It kind of looks like what a caterpillar looks like, uh-huh. but it, like a furry caterpillar." Uh-huh. And when I say furry, I mean like these hairs were long, yeah, but it yeah. was white. Yeah. it's like an albino caterpillar. So I'm like looking, we're both terrified to touch it. Um. So we're the whole time we're FaceTiming Colin because they were already FaceTiming, uh-huh. and Colin's our husband and my other our other roommate, and he's like, "Oh my god, that's my butt." <laughs> so stupid (laughs) yes um and his friend in the background goes oh make sure it's not poisonous and we're like shut up like we're already terrified Uh uh-huh so finally we get this piece of cardboard and we like get it to go on there we went to go flush it and i was like well if it's just a caterpillar like let me bring it outside but it starts moving right and at Mm -hmm. first it's moving at a glacial pace and then all of a sudden it starts speeding up so i'm like running out the front door I walk outside and of course it's a windy night so the, it's like shooting the cardboard back at my arm and okay. I'm like screaming in the middle of the street. I run it across the street to a tree and I like bang it on the ground and great, it's in the dirt. Come back in and I'm like, I've just never seen a white caterpillar. Get there faster. It was fucking poisonous, bitch. It was? It was literally a poisonous caterpillar. If you touch the hairs, you can like um, pick up the, the toxins. Wait, is that why you have red bumps? Is that why you have hand herpes? No, but Lily goes, could you imagine if that's why you had bumps? Because this thing was just in your bed? And I was like, no, Edward would have gotten it too. Because at this point, he had right. stayed the night. But like, the only reason I saw it is because it had moved all the way down to my sheets, which are dark. If it was on the wall, it would have blended in with like the off-white Wait, paint. But you
0: touched it though, didn't you?
1: No, but we picked it up with cardboard. No, but when you put your hand down there, didn't you? Like no, no, no I put my arm and I, right next to my arm was this thing. Ah. But I didn't even know poisonous caterpillars existed. And we were looking into it. And Lily goes, there's a whole article on CNBC or some website like Uh that. She's like, there was one spotted in Pennsylvania. She's like, it's not like, oh, they live here. It's like, it was spotted. Like, should we call the poison controls? Like, we were freaking out. And I was that night going to bed. I was like, they're all over my bed. I I know it. Like, (laughs) they're going to attack me while I'm asleep. So just watch out. Damn, butt
0: plugs are getting crazy (laughs) nowadays. (laughs) So stupid, F-R-E-S-H, fresh fruit. Fresh fruit. Fresh fruit. all right, so for <laughs> there I go, saying all right, so yeah, <laughs> all um, right, guys, <laughs> <laughs> this um fresh fruit segment this week is gonna be a little bit of like a pillow talk fill only because. Me and Shane are both exhausted, and, like, we're, like, fighting to keep our eyes open. Like, we're so tired my computer's about to die. That's how (laughs) sleepy it is. (laughs) My computer's even tired. Um, But we thought that we would just, like, candidly, openly talk about soulmates. Um, So, Shane, do you want to take this on and kind of, I guess, start the conversation? Yeah, well, I'll tell you, like... When Edward and I first
1: started dating, I told him that I thought that I had already found my soulmate before meeting him. Mm -hmm. And I meant that in a way of, like, I thought that my soulmate was found in my friends, not a lover. And he, like, respected, respectively understood that. Yeah. And he knew I wasn't coming from a malicious place where it was like, you'll never be my soulmate. But he's also always been very steadfast on being like, I don't, I don't. I'm not one to see my boyfriend as, like, my best friend. Mm. Um, but I I think that soulmate goes past just a romantic connection. I do think that there's an element of not necessarily romance, but love in that sense mm-hmm. between you and whoever your soulmate may be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that it's so much more, and I think that what what helps it transcend beyond just a relationship is the fact that it doesn't need the sexual aspect of it for that person to be your soulmate Mm -hmm. and I think that your partner requires that sexual element Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. Um, yeah do you think
0: I guess the question I want to pose with that said is um, do you think that a soulmate is a person that we're meant to be with like that like cosmic serendipitous kind of love or do you think it's just the person we have to compromise the least for you know what I mean? Where yeah. it's like this person, I guess, will fit as much as I can find someone to fit within my life scope and like what I'm looking for. Or do you think that like each person is destined for one other connection?
1: Uh, I think it's more of like a destined thing. You do? I think it's a universe thing. Yeah. Like bringing two people together, mm-hmm. because, again, if I'm speaking on this on behalf of. Not believing that your partner is always your soulmate. I do believe that might work for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, but believing that my soulmate is found elsewhere makes me believe that that person was put into my life. Mm. And me and theirs. Mm-hmm. And so it's... It, uh, I do think that there's an acceptance beyond needing to compromise. hmm Um, for one another, because I don't think that as your soulmate, you should be tiptoeing around qualities of yourself. Um, it's more of like a full acceptance thing, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I, 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 that's why I always have a hard time at weddings when people are like, I'm marrying my best friend and my soulmate. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm like, I don't know that I would ever marry my soulmate. Mm.
0: Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like you're gonna know what I'm about to say because I think it's easy to assume from what I've talked about love is that I don't think that a soulmate is like you're destined for one person hmm. I feel like we're destined for these experiences to bring us to what we need to experience. Like shared experiences? Uh, well in the sense of like we're destined to meet people and they might be a soulmate in that moment hmm. but you don't ever know that if You never know how impactful someone is for you until it's over. Do Mm. you know what I mean? But in that moment, you're like, oh, my God, this is my end-all, be-all, right? But until you find something better, you're like, oh, I thought that was my end-all, be-all. And I feel like every time something that you think you need ends and then you eventually get over it, you're like, oh, my God, remember when? And because I always go forward thinking with that mindset, I'm like, that possibility is always out there no matter who I'm with. So I always feel like even if I'm like madly, deeply, truly in love with someone, I'm like, this isn't my end all be all because I I I don't know maybe this is like the pessimist in me, but I'm just like this could end. I wouldn't say pessimist, I think it's a realist. I was just you. gonna correct it to that. I think it's just the realist in me where I'm like this could end, and not to say that I'm like saying that to like make it true, like to self self fulfill that prophecy, but it's just like. In all honesty, this could end because in previous experience it has. Do I wish for it to end? No, but since it's since that mindset could be there, I'm like, maybe this soulmate is just what I need for my soul right now hmm. as my mate to get me through this next step. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But again, you wouldn't know that until you get past that step. And if they're still there, then it's like, okay, then our journey continues. But if not, it's like, okay, yeah, then this is where it ends. Um, I wish that I bought into the idea of like, one person being the person for me it's kind of like reminds me of that sam smith song where he's like keep your head down and make it to me Mm -hmm. where it's like i don't know who you are i don't know where you're from Mm -hmm. but i know that we're destined to be together and whoever that person is just keep your head down and keep making it to me i'm like "Ugh, that is so romantic Mm -hmm. um but when i'm like so you
1: do believe soulmate as
0: in like a romantic soulmate well, I mean, in the context of this, yes. Okay. Um, I don't. I wouldn't consider a soulmate as a friend. I get what you're saying by that, but mm-hmm. I think that we're just putting a different definition on the context of soulmate. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I think for me, when I hear the term soulmate, I think romantic setting, mm-hmm. where it's like, you go to this person for sex, for intimacy, mm-hmm. for self-disclosure. Because um, then to me, I'm like, if if you're not going like for sex or passing those boundaries to where it's like that person for you, then it's just it's a different thing. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. it's a friend, it's a family, it's a it's a friend, a family member, um, anything like that. But yeah. I'm like when I think of soulmate, for the sake of the argument, I'm I'm thinking the person that you like should all encompass exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also feel like it's I see this is where I struggle because I'm like. Having been lived in so many different places throughout my lifetime, I feel like proximity obviously plays a major role, right? Like you start dating the people that are immediately in your circle. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't understand how a soulmate could be that that way. Because I'm like, say if my soulmate was in Africa, but I never made it to Africa, I would never see them. Mm-hmm. But then you can also beg to say, or like argue that the experience of, like, me moving to California was meant to be so that that person would be in California as well at the mm. same time. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I also think that, like, when you get out of your own community, you could find someone you fall in love with because you usually try to pick the best person for you with the options that are available. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, I don't know if Soulmate's, like, necessarily the truth for the sake of the argument. Yeah. Yeah. Do you
1: think that some people, assuming that a soulmate does exist for everybody, Mm -hmm. do you think that some people miss out on that opportunity because they stop looking? Assuming that they've already found somebody who's fitting enough, who they don't have to
0: compromise that much for? Yeah. I always said that. And that that, that, that brings up another question where it's like, are we meant to be what the people we're supposed to be? Or is it that, or you just commit to the person you have to compromise the least for. Hmm. And, and I think that people, a lot of the times think they're in situations where it's their end all be all because they're too scared to like find, find out what else is there. Hmm. I think that people think like, if it's not this, then I don't have anyone, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that plays into the idea that they're not okay with being alone and me being me. I make myself fully happy. So I'm okay being alone. Would I rather be with someone? Yes. But if I was in a situation that didn't feel like I was really supported in the way that I needed to, I can recognize that and be like, this isn't for me. Um, but I'm comfortable doing that because I think throughout life I've had to make decisions on my own a lot. So mm-hmm. I feel comfortable making decisions on my own. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean like on my own, like, what should I do today? Or like, but I, I mean like... I. In the sense of, like, who I want to be, right? Right. I've always had to decide who I want to be in an authentic way. Mm -hmm. That it's easy for me to be comfortable being alone. But when someone's, like, always used to being in a relationship, I can imagine that it is hard for them to see themselves outside of the relationship because that has always been a part of their identity. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah, sometimes people probably get stuck thinking they're with their soulmate. But really, it's like they're not seeing the bigger picture, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I also think though it's hard. It's this hard like game of give and take where when you feel like you have found maybe your end all be all. Mm-hmm. Realistically, I think we always know that any relationship can end, but it's hard to give into that idea when you're also trying to give into the idea that like you want to invest everything in this person. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's almost like one takes from the other. Right. If you try to give your all into this relationship with this one person whilst also thinking Well yeah, it could end. Exactly. Like well, you then have you're to, not really investing yourself. It's true.
0: And you have to kinda like blindly um commit and act like there's no other option ever out there for you other than this person.
1: Mm-hmm. But I but see, that's the hard thing, is like a friend of mine and I had a conversation yesterday and he said, um, he said something so simple and I guess I, I don't know what about it clicked in my head, but we were talking about um, two people and their relation two other people in their relationship. And he was like, yeah, I think he's just not making smart decisions. Mm -hmm. And like, that's not like a new con, like that's such a simple thing to say, but I started thinking about that and I was like, why don't we make smart decisions though? Like, if we're in a relationship with somebody that we believe is our soulmate or Mm -hmm. our end-all, be-all, why is it so difficult sometimes to make hard decisions? Like, if you are tempted by, say, cheating, why do we make the decision to do that if we're so secure in love?
0: I... Like, you mean, like, in the sense of, like, why would someone cheat if they were with their soulmate? Mm -hmm. Then to me, I'm like, you're not with your soulmate. Honestly, that's how I see it. Um, Because realistically, like, anytime I've been in a relationship that I was truly happy, I didn't feel the need to go outside of that relationship to find that pleasure. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it was almost like a drug where you're like, I want to experience this. Because nothing else matters but this. Mm -hmm. And once you start realizing there's other things out there, I'm like, this season has ended with this person. Mm. Um, And again, like, it's not a black and white when I say that. It sounds black and white. But it's like maybe in this moment, like, you might be feeling insecure. But that conversation needs to happen. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, hey, sexually I'm not experiencing this with you. This is why I keep wandering. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I don't feel supported by... You, when I bring up my problem, Mm -hmm. this is why I'm talking to other people or whatever, where there's still that cheating, quote unquote cheating, where you're like running outside the relationship to fix your problems. But see, that's where the idea of
1: like a soulmate outside of love comes in for me, where I see that person who I do go to when my romantic end all be all relationship is going awry for whatever reason Mm -hmm. is my
0: soulmate there. Or... I get what just you're like, saying cuz like you're thinking in the term of soulmate like they solve have everything for you like they're your Swiss army knife they have you yeah, know like, to I... face everything but realistically you cannot put that responsibility on someone
1: Uh no but I mean in in a mutual sense where... but
0: that's, but I agree like you you can't so I'm I'm understanding oh. the, the sense that you would go outside of that relationship not in a cheating sense but mm-hmm. just in a sense of like I recognize you can't su- supply this. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You should be okay with me going outside of it to get that too. Yeah, but I think that's just like a fully aware individual in a relationship for you to understand that that could be a case. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess in that sense for sure. Then I backtrack and mm-hmm. say, yeah, you could find soulmates in a friend. But for me, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, sex is part of the soulmate aspect. Mm. So I'm like, mm, I don't know if that that would work. But you know what? I fuck all my friends. So, <laughs> bitch, I've been same, same, same. <laughs> um,
1: but I think what's hard is like up until recently I had somebody who
0: I called, like, um, did
1: did you ever watch Grey's Anatomy?
0: No, you always bring these yeah, stupid I shows it. up. But I, I watched episodes. But I think you talked about this. We the person, yeah, 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 having yeah. a person, yes. like my person. We talked about this in a couple episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. So I. Do you want to just catch catch it up? Because sometimes people don't listen to every episode because y'all are fake fans. But no,
1: that's like what I'm. That's what I'm like backtracking on Got right it. now is, up until recently, I had a a person, mm. and I know right now if something went horribly wrong and a skew in my life, and I needed that person, I could rely on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's. Looking in on the relationship now, it's so hard to think that I had someone who I called my person or uh, some resemblance of a soulmate. And I always looked ahead and I thought, like, I wonder what my life would be like without that person. But I never thought that realistically it would happen. Mm. And it kind of has. And that's really difficult because there are facets of that relationship that almost feel like I'm going through a breakup. Um, Edward just invited me to go see it too, mm-hmm. or whatever the mm-hmm. title is, and I couldn't go because I saw it one with that that person.
0: I see what you're saying, and it hurt.
1: Yeah, it like really hurt emotionally, right. um, because it was a good memory mm-hmm. that you know. Um, so it's hard because, like in that in that sense, I don't want to look at that person and think like. Well, you weren't my person because I do believe they were my person. Maybe like what you were saying for this, that chapter mm-hmm. of my life. But then there's another part of me that wants to believe maybe they still are. And this is just us turning a page and evolving and growing. And I think a part of me wants to believe that because I want to believe that they'll come back into my life mm-hmm. in some way. Mm-hmm. Um
0: but I always say this too, it's like everyone's on a journey with this. Um, this being kind of a separate context to the soulmate thing. But like you, you the friend that you speak of, um, I feel like sometimes you're on a journey and then they're on a journey. And in the moment, you guys can't speak the same language to be supportive. And then that mm-hmm. changes your relationship. But then you go through an experience that sometimes brings you back to be like, I know where it went wrong. And then mm-hmm. you can have that discussion because I feel like in the past year and a half, I've had that situation happen with a couple of my friends. Mm. Um, I mean, you and I have been through that. Totally. We definitely have been through that. Um, so are you saying we're soulmates? Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Shane, are you there? <laughs> so our,
1: uh <laughs> <laughs> our end season this week <laughs>
0: that <was stupid. laughs> but is yeah. that my butt plug <laughs> what, <no. laughs> just do, 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 do. that's so random no
1: you're you talking about lily and colin what? just randomly being like is that my butt is plug
0: that, nah, let's, 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 that should be on our merch is that my butt yeah, plug yeah just like really small and like the corner, <laughs> like the corner of a shirt just to let you you can't, you can't really see it but it's like is that my butt plug you know, like such an apple <laughs> that would butt. be good yeah. merch is that my butt plug is that my butt plug um people are probably listening to this conversation like where did this what, go right literally you guys aren't missing anything because you're probably thinking that something's happening like in this room yeah With no me and sharing literally like, nothing just staring at <laughs> you.
1: that's it by the way
0: oh my god he just showed, showed me a picture of the caterpillar that's fucking huge. How did you not know that was not a caterpillar? That's so obviously a caterpillar.
1: Uh, on the cardboard, yeah. On my bed, the black had blended in with uh, my bed. So I just saw like,
0: white. It looks like fake eyelashes, to be honest. Like, white fake yeah, eyelashes. Kind of. Anyways, um, yeah. <laughs> back to the conversation. Back to our <laughs> schedule programming. Um, I feel like, you know, friendships go on a journey. You come back, but it's okay because I think every... you. you when you start putting blame, that's when it starts becoming an issue. But when you're like, no, you're not at fault, I'm not at fault, we just grew apart, it's mm-hmm. okay, things happen, we morph, and hopefully we yeah. can come back together and be stronger, or if not, you're like, that was my soulmate for that season.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: But I mean, I think the way that you explain it makes more sense to me now, mm-hmm. why you would say that your soulmates mm-hmm. are your mates, right? Yeah. Or they, like, s- ultimately... Like, fill your soul. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And support your soul. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I could Which see Which your that.
1: romantic partner can do. And that's why I say, like, for some people, I'm sure they do find their soulmate in their romantic yeah. partner. You know, I just, I have always, um, maybe regrettably sometimes, put friendships before relationships in other, in, like, in some ways or another. Mm-hmm. You know, where I remember the first time Edward saw me around, I don't know if it was you He saw me around a group of friends and he was like, I don't know that I've ever seen you like that. Mm -hmm. It was his first time seeing me in that collective group of friends. Mm -hmm. He's like, he was like, it was, it was a beautiful thing to see you Mm -hmm. that way. But, and it's not like you're this false persona of yourself around me. Mm -hmm. You just, there's something that happens within you when you're with these people Mm -hmm. And I knew exactly what he was talking about. But I've never found that in just my romantic partner. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, it's because when all of my romantic relationships have failed, it's those people that I've gone to, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So there's
0: that backstory with them Mm -hmm. and that foundation with them. And I think that's partly it too. It's almost like for you, I would agree. Like when I see you in a relationship, I see you as a different chain than you are. With, like, your friends. And that's Mm -hmm. not to say you're being a fake-ass bitch or, like, putting on this persona. I think, honestly, they're getting you probably a more authentic you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because you're being, like, vulnerable in, like, a relationship sense with them. Um, Even though we talk about a lot of, like, relationships as friends, you know? But it's still um, different. But I feel like it's, like, comparable to, like, the conversations we would have would be different than the conversations you have with your parents. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Even though you're probably just as close. Yeah. It's like, you're not going to be talking about butt plugs Uh and (laughs) choking on some dick (laughs) and stuff we talk about on this podcast with your snack pack. (laughs) Just because there's those boundaries, but that doesn't make it any less or more close or less or more, more like self-divulging. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, when I think of soulmates though, I kind of get like bummed out. Why? I don't know because I, I feel like I'm not going to find someone that I feel so... I, I was just going
1: to ask, do you think only only a uh, very few amount of people in life get to really experience their soulmate?
0: Um, no, I feel like everyone gets to experience their soulmate except for me. No. <laughs> swear. Why? Not that I, I... Well, because I feel like...
1: Because you're single right now?
0: But even when I'm in a relationship, like, there's always this, like okay I don't know how I'm going to explain this but I'm going to try to like make it make sense right because I don't even know that it makes sense for myself either but I almost feel like when I watch myself in a relationship I see myself in a third person almost like have you ever had a dream Uh where you like see what's going on on the outside perspective yes it's almost like you play things back in your head and you see it as a movie Mm -hmm. that's what I see when I'm going through a relationship where I'm analyzing what's happening as if I'm not a part of it right it's almost as if I'm watching a reality TV show and Mm -hmm. I'm like oh my god if this person said this that would da, da 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 and it creates this like narrative where you're like seeing it as a third eye and i've always kind of had that way of thinking about my life and like life in general um again bring my therapist back in but she says that i do that too much because i'm so logical that the yeah. emotion sometimes gets stripped away because every time i feel an emotion i don't think i ever just sit there and feel it i like analyze right. why i'm feeling it right where i'm mm-hmm. like oh maybe i'm feeling it because like if i'm if I'm angry I don't think I'm angry right I'm like okay did I eat like why am I you know what I mean like Mm I I check off all these things of like why I might be in this situation before I say anger's just the reason like I'm just angry and so for me every relationship I've been in I've always doubted it but I think I've doubted it because I knew that it wasn't for me do you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. but again like in that moment I'm like am I just overthinking this or am I just like not like am I not experiencing it? Or I was just I gonna say it? I don't think that you're fully experiencing it. And I think that when I do experience it, I'm gonna be like, I get it, but I don't think I've experienced it yet because I feel like even like like I feel like all the love that I've experienced in my life has always been temporary. Uh huh. Um, and I think that goes back to like my parents, right? Yeah. Where that should be like a non-breakable love. When it comes to, like, family. And I feel like that kind of got broken for me. Well, yeah, they're
1: the two people who you should always be able to rely on. Yeah, and I'm
0: like, so with that, like, that's why I always think, like, soulmates are just for people in a certain time of your life, right? Like, my family was there to support me through my life as a younger Brian Mm. to get me to my adult life to be this, like, warrior, right? Yeah. And so for me, when I think about relationships, I'm just like... Okay, like, maybe this relationship is just for the time that it is. And again, like, how is expressing about, like, friends? Like, maybe even with my family, our journeys are going on two different paths, but hopefully we can come back together. But again, I'm not waiting around for that. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, like, it is what it is. Um, but, like, oddly enough, um, I, we've talked about this, but, um, you know, I, like, talk about who I think I'm going to date next, and it mm-hmm. usually turns out to be the case. Like... I was like, I think I'm going to date someone I've never experienced in my life. And it's going to be, like, someone I don't know. And it's just going to feel so, like, right. And that was, like, my last relationship where he was not from America. I've Mm -hmm. never been to Australia. You know, um, cultures were completely different. And it felt new. Like, I've never experienced it. He had clean
1: fingernails. He did. He did
0: have clean fingernails. But he did like to get down and dirty. His farts were awful. But I loved it because I was like, oh. You're, like, not clean. (laughs) Like, honestly, I was like, like, I like that, like, juxtaposition of being silly and stupid and not caring that, like, you gotta be perfect. Because I feel like I do that, but um, for some reason, and hang with me here, I feel like my next soulmate is gonna be a straight person. I thought you were gonna say a girl. No. Um, A straight person. And people are like, how is he gonna be straight if he's dating you? That makes him gay. I feel like the next soulmate that I'm going to have. And I've like thought this for a long time, not because I'm like trying to make it a thing, but I really like in my heart have felt like this is the case where I feel like I'm going to befriend someone who is straight, but because we get along so well and because I'm like so open to like sexuality in that sense. And I feel like we're going to go through a journey where they realize I, I love this person so much so that I want to be with them like, and sacrifice everything that I truly believe as, like, how the world, quote, unquote, and I'm using air quotes, should be or how society should tell me because you you make me happy. And to me, like, when I think about that, like, you're sacrificing everything to be with me. That, to me, would make me feel like I owe you my life. Hmm. And uh, I know it sounds so grand and, like, over the top, but for some reason, that's how I visualize what's going to happen and it might just be me being super stupid I I can no I
1: mean I have a few porns saved that have that (laughs) storyline how does it start so I can live out that so like one guy's obviously gay the other's like pretty fucking straight and then like the straight one does something for the gay one and he's like oh my god I owe you so much like what can I do for you yeah like should I like have
0: someone like come over from Domino's and be like I don't have money (laughs) what am I gonna do to pay for this pizza and bam, saw me, bitch. <laughs> You're mine now, motherfucker. <laughs> no, actually,
1: that's like, like going back though. That is like the one of the most romantic ways I've ever heard you talk about a relationship. And it but doesn't exist, but it's it still the most romantic way I've ever heard you speak about and somebody. And that's
0: where I feel like, whether this is true or not, this could completely be fan fiction. Sure. I realize that. Like, I'm not saying that this is really going to happen. not fact fiction. I'm not stupid. But I feel like, it has to be a gesture in that sense for me to feel like wow because i feel like if if i know that if i'm like down for you i'm down for you do you know what i mean like i feel like even as a friend with you shane like yeah i'm aware of when things aren't right but i also know like where the boundaries are and I and I think you can vouch for this but I'm like a down ass fucking bitch when Mm -hmm. it comes to being friends like I will do anything I'm not an easy friend to be with but I'm like a down ass bitch and I don't always feel like I get that same reciprocation when it comes to like relationships but again without going too deep into it or sound like a broken record but like the past relationships I have they haven't really sacrificed a lot for me Mm. in my mind's eye right like I to say that no one sacrificed anything is way overshooting it. Like, I think plenty of people have done a lot of great things sure. for me. But in the deep, fundamental way of feeling like I feel fulfilled from this person, I mm-hmm. would need that 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 thing of, like, I will absolutely die for you. And I would need that feeling in almost everything. And... That's probably why I'm single. Because but are it's you such... waiting
1: for a gesture to prove that? No,
0: no, 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 okay.
1: no, no. Or do you no. think you'll feel that It's way? not
0: like I'm like, are you going to die for me? Oh, we can't date. <laughs> you know, it's not that serious. But,
1: but I mean, are you waiting for them to
0: do something that proves that to you? Or do you think that that's something that you'll feel on, I, like I an think, energy I don't level? think I'm even searching for it, to be honest. I think it's uh. one of those things that it's like, it's going to happen. We go through our journey and then I'm going to be like, holy fuck. Mm. This is happening. Do you know what I'm saying? It's going to be one of those moments where you're just so caught up of like life and then all of a sudden you take a step back and you like meditate or evaluate where you're at and you're like holy shit that's what i'm supposed to be Hmm. that's what i'm that's the direction i'm supposed to go yeah um you know like have you ever had one of those moments where you put into the universe this is what i want to do this is what i want to do and then you get to the point of getting there but then you didn't realize you were there until you stopped and you were like holy shit
1: Hmm.
0: wow i'm like Totally doing what I said I was going to do. But when you're going through it, you're just always thinking about the next step. And I feel like it's going to be kind of that experience for me where it's like, once I'm in it, I'm like, holy fuck, I'm in love. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't question it. I just would realize that I'm already there. Yeah. Um, And I don't know why... It comes out in my head as like a straight fantasy because I'm not the kind of person to be like, I want to turn a straight guy gay. But you've always had those relationships with straight guys. But that's where I was going to get at where I feel like a lot of the time, a lot of straight men are always like, man, Brian, like I love hanging out with you or not to sound narcissistic. I really am yeah. not trying to do that. But I have had those experiences where like
1: mm-hmm.
0: straight men are always just like. Name three. Three guys? Yeah. I really will. First and last. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Who cares? It's not a big deal. Like, they won't know, okay, but... I'll tag them. Scott, being one of them. I won't say last names, but Scott. Okay. Um Justin. Uh, yeah, that's who I was thinking who of. Who else? Um, Anthony. Like, uh. they always joking Or, like, even Kevin. Like... Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we just vibe, and I always, like, push the boundaries of flirting, mm-hmm. and they're like... Like, there's that genuine, like, connection where they really enjoy my company. And I think if I, for real, was a girl, they, hands down, we would be in a relationship. They'd fuck your pussy. Yeah, they would beat my pussy up. <laughs> they still can, but they're trying to be pussy-ass bitches and, like, buying into the Yeah, but you've even gotten, like, some
1: of them, like, this makes me sound like a gay who's like, oh, you can do it if you want to. No, 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 no. Don't you- say
0: that. Okay. Yeah, we're not gonna say that because I don't want to like get too deep into it. But <laughs> I mean, I've always heard people being like, like straight men who are always like, "Man, Brian, like I would date you." I don't understand why you're single. Like, da-da. I'm like, don't yeah. fucking say that shit to me because then I don't understand it either, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm also crazy, so I get it. But um, <laughs> I feel like yes, because and maybe that's where that thought comes from because I'm like thinking, wow, if they could love me that would be something amazing Mm -hmm. and it feels good to think about them committing to me because they want to but i'm with that said i'm not waiting around for it yeah i'm saying (laughs) but i think that the possibility of that happening even compared to when we were like in
1: college is so much greater now where we live in this world of people who are like i'm i'm like the word fluid right whether gender fluid or sexually fluid or whatever it is I feel like so many more people are open to identifying as that because it's more of a human love than a, you know.
0: And I I think partially I believe this is because, you know, my idea of sexuality, like if a guy were to be with another guy, I don't find it gay. I get like book definition. It's homosexual, but I don't find it as like a gay thing. Um, I use this as an example, like Jeffrey Starr, who's a guy, but he's very androgynous. His boyfriend is a straight man. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's oh, completely straight. That. Never has dated a guy ever. Um, but they started talking. They just got... Is he
1: the one in all of his videos? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I mean, their relationship is a little bit different too. Like, they they love each other and you can see it and it's authentic. But people always question it. They're like, oh, he's just a gold digger, blah, blah, blah. But then Jeffrey will always talk about how they bring in a third person, usually a girl, in mm. their sexual situations. Um, because... Jeffrey knows that Nate is straight and sometimes that has to, like, feed his appetite. Yeah, Yeah. Um, But I think that Nate being his boyfriend gets enough satisfaction of being with Jeffrey to be like, this is the person I want to be with. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, And I know that none of that makes sense. But to me, I'm like, that makes sense in my head. Yeah. Like, I get it because I feel like my brain works in that fashion. Mm -hmm. But because it's not a traditional way of thinking, it's not like... People on the street are going to, you know what I mean? Like it just makes dating a lot harder, which is fine. Like I'm not crying wolf or being like, poor me. But But that also bleeds into why you were so hooked on. Are you the one? Totally. Yeah. Which I brought in in season where like people are just free love where it's like, it doesn't matter what you look like. If we get along, we get along. Mm -hmm. And if I find you attractive in whatever capacity that might be, yes, I want to make it work with you. And that to me is like the greatest Gesture of mm-hmm. love, being like, "I will do anything for you," which means I will go against society to be with you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, "Damn, that's so romantic." And I guess I don't really like you said get romantic, ever. But that yeah. to me, I'm like, that's the romance that I would love to see, mm-hmm. and like, I would gravitate towards. Yeah,
1: yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So if any of you straight guys
0: out there, <laughs> and you straight are men looking for a soulmate. If you're looking for a soulmate, a soulmate <laughs> a date, holla at your boy. That's a no from me, dog. Swipe right, swipe right. Double tap. DM. Double slides. tap what? You know, like you double tap to like a picture. I know. I thought you meant that ass. Yeah, you could double tap this ass. <laughs> Just watch
1: one of Landon's videos. Crack me up. He it's literally big, huh? he, he said that in the video. I know. You said, did he say, say it? it? No. Oh, I did? You oh, joking. yeah. <laughs> big huh it's big um, We haven't said that one, i just right? love when he goes stop looking okay keep looking
0: <laughs> <laughs> i love
1: when he's like come closer i'm a virgin <laughs> <laughs> he'd be a fun person to get in contact with in like interview too much no i i think you no, would I laugh. Feel like be
0: an authentic conversation that's like a caricature of who a person is like he's trying to act all but like- what if
1: he's not like that Great. But... That's what I mean. That'd be cool to interview him. I see. I yeah. see. I see.
0: Him. Ooh, wait. That's some rotten shit. Now that's gotta go.
1: <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I was watching The View the other day. Well, I watch it every day. But um, we're still on this conversation of arguing for guns. And it is driving me nuts. Sorry. I get like so enraged by this because just listening to the conversation, fine, keep your fucking handguns, but like still at that point, I don't know what you need a handgun for. Yeah. What do you need it for? Yeah. If you need therapy, go see a fucking therapist. Like this insistent need on like, you can't take our guns. I just don't get it. Yeah. Like I don't, because I've mentioned this before at the end of the day, like when I fight for rights of my own, the rights that I'm fighting for are not infringing upon your personal safety. Right. You are fighting for something that could literally infringe on my personal safety, right. and that bothers
0: me. Right. Yeah. I agree. I mean, obviously. Um, I just want to bring this up real quick, but uh, in the New York Times, there was an article that said San Francisco declares the NRA, which is the National Rifle Association, mm-hmm. as a domestic terrorist organization, which I think mm-hmm. is a huge power move. Mm-hmm. Because of all these mass shootings, it does beg the question, like, Okay, when are we gonna do something? Yeah. Clearly, this shit has gone on too long. Way um, too long. The thing is, is that it's like you think about anything else that has created so many deaths, it regulates, right? It gets Look regulated. At TSA, anything. TSA. Look yes. at TSA. One now bomb to threat. Before 9/11. One fucking like liquid bomb, and everyone has to. I'm talking abide about 9 nine eleven, but I mean everything like, changed. Anything, but like. 9-11 was a huge thing, right? But, but I, I mean, mean like, like some,
1: we took access of airplanes. So we did
0: everything in our control to safen what airplanes, airplanes are. Exactly. Yeah. But, like, even, like, when you talk about the liquefied bomb, when the person was flying from Paris over to mm. the U.S., um, and he couldn't get it to work, or whatever, now everyone has to have regulated sizes for liquids. Uh-huh. Like, one incident of mass killing changes the whole narrative, but, like, it doesn't make sense why that hasn't happened with, like, guns, Money. right? It literally is money. That's what it is. But, like, think about it. Think about how many, like, accidents cars cause, right? Mm-hmm. Because of that, then you have to get certified with licenses. You have to go through driving tests. You have to have a permit. Then you have to have insurance. And you, if you get through an accident, if you're drunk driving, blah, blah, blah. There's all these things that you can end up getting yeah. in trouble for. Yeah. And it's not a free thing. You still have a lot of access to it. You clearly can drive anywhere you want as long mm-hmm. as you abide by certain rules. Because it is reckless when you don't have rules. Yeah. And so I agree. And I think it goes without saying that we need to say we agree. But clearly yeah. we agree with each other in the sense that when when is something going to happen? And it, it's like sucks because, yeah, those rights that people want to claim are infringing on other people's lives. When really it's like pulling in the reins doesn't mean you're taking everything away. But you should – because you want to be a respected he... gun owner, you should be able to say, yeah, I would want – you know, the responsibility to say people who should have it like myself, I will go through the hoops to to show you that this is important to me mm-hmm. to say I'm a respected person to have this. Like, yeah. to differentiate yourself from those other crazy acts mm-hmm. of terror. Yeah.
1: I just hate the whole, like, self-defense argument of, like, well, I feel safer being able uh-huh. to defend my home. It's like... And if you're in the basement and your gun's upstairs and someone comes exactly. in... Exactly. Th- what? Right. I just... I just don't understand why we're still talking about this. And I don't understand this insistent need for a gun. Mm-hmm. And like, I've never shot a gun and maybe like I didn't, maybe, maybe if I did, it would change my life and I would be like, Oh my God, I get it. <laughs> You're like, Oh my God. Then you start running down
0: <laughs> shooting people.
1: No. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't know. I just really struggle with it. And I was talking to two people last week who I flew here with actually. Uh-huh. Um, And they were both talking about, like, going to shooting ranges. And I'm like, fine, go to
0: a shooting range. But, like... But that's still a controlled environment where you... It's very controlled. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that... You taking an interest... I'm not saying that, like, no one should have a gun. If you're hunting, whatever, like, I don't see the purpose in that. But if that is that's like someone being like I don't see the purpose in cheerleading people get injured from cheerleading blah 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 you should outlaw cheerleading I'd be like well you don't understand same I don't understand so I'm not gonna sit there and say you shouldn't shoot guns blah 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 that's their lifestyle but also you don't need like a semi-automatic weapon to like mass kill like what they Mm -hmm. use in military like you don't you wouldn't that that defeats the purpose of the sport of hunting right? right where there's no accuracy when you have a machine gun you can mm-hmm. literally just obliterate whatever's standing there and then it's like what how is that, that, word? that yeah i said that word wrong <laughs> obliterate obliviate you, obliterate uh, <laughs> that was a harry potter wait, spell. What, is it? <laughs> what is it sorry um, i'm just reading all these books <laughs> and i know british english obliterate obliterate yeah mm. See, we're trying to get educated on this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, it's just very that. And it's like, it's, yeah. It's, just, it's fucking out of season. It's rotten fruit for sure. Mm hmm. round off this episode um in season for me round off back spring. <laughs> layout round off full twisted layout yeah but can't she yodel <laughs> can she what yodel that's what they say is it yeah i mean i think i don't know what yodeling is because oh. in sheer we never say that but she's like awesome like wow like totally <laughs> freak me no out that's what she right says on. i Tora transferred Sharn- from yeah. las angeles and that's what she's like school has, has no, no gymnastics team this, this is, is last resort, resort. Okay, I've never done a chair before. And she's like, <laughs> do it Whitney. with me. But those like fake dreads. Yeah. <laughs> those twisty, like fucking crusty ass fucking gel, gelatin spirals. <laughs> yeah, so bad. But I wanted to be her so bad.
1: Oh, so I wanted her brother so badly.
0: No, I wanted to be um, Is that Isis? Gabri- Excuse me? Gabrielle Union's character. Not Isis. I think so. No. I think so. We'll, go, we'll put it in Fruit Facts. Okay. I think it was Isis. Anyways, in um, season for me this week. Um, <laughs> I was like, what are we doing? is uh so every night (laughs) shane as you know i watch makeup tutorial videos
1: (laughs) asmr makeup well i mean
0: that's next level but just makeup tutorial videos i don't know why i don't really care about makeup but i love doing it i always watch it um and i've been thinking i want to put like i want to get makeup like just everyday makeup because now, you know, that's so weird. A while ago I was like going through my skin thing, uh-huh. but now my skin is like, yeah, it looks great. Thank you. But it's like all one texture and stuff. So I feel like I still want it better. Cause like there's like tone differences and like <laughs> mm-hmm. redness and I want to like kind of mattify it and like sheen it out. Um, So I was thinking of maybe, like, experimenting with makeup. So I started researching a ton of shit. And I think I'm going to get some Fenty Beauty. So in season Mm. for me this week is Fenty Beauty Makeup. I want to get their Pro Filter Foundation and Concealer. But the only thing is it's kind of expensive. (laughs) Like, it's $36, which it probably will last me, like, a long-ass time. Yeah, you're not going to be, like, beating your face every day. But I also, like, don't want to buy it if I don't really commit to it. And then I'll feel like I wasted $36. So if anyone's trying to buy me a gift feel free to Venmo me some money or um, send over a Sephora gift card because I want to do it. So I'm not joking. (laughs) On Venmo, find me. You can find me. DM me. I'll send you my Venmo. You can even send me a dollar. Okay? If 36 36 people... I only 36, you know, like the ACS, 36 theater. installments, yeah. at $1, $1, get you Fenty profile. Well, that's just for the foundation, but I want also the concealer too. So maybe $2 <laughs> per person. <laughs> and I probably need a beauty blender <laughs> Then eventually highlight. I want to get their Invisimat yeah. blotting powder as well. Cause it takes down the shine mm-hmm. bitch. I did all the research, but that's my in season. <laughs> and is that's Fentibitty. why Rihanna's is now a billionaire. Yeah. Right. But I always hear great shit about.
1: No, for sure. No, it her her beauty brand does really. And it was well. funny because I
0: um, was at Map the other day, Magical Map at Disney, mm-hmm. and I was like talking to the d- guy dancers, and I was like, H- "Did anybody know anything about Fenty Beauty?" And <laughs> two people were like, "Oh, I use Fenty Beauty," and they pulled out their whole makeup kit. Yes. I was like, "You guys wear this?" They're like, "Yeah." I was like, "Like for the show, or like er- every day?" They're like both they're mm-hmm. like in the show obviously but then like sometimes they're like i just put on concealer mm-hmm. or this and that they're like look i have concealer on now and i don't uh, this is all i'm having i was like oh wow and so yeah. we kind of got into that whole talk but yeah yeah
1: does fenty cater to not cater to do they provide makeup for white people
0: they it's literally okay let me really get into it because this is why i like towards fenty beauty Rihanna changed the game for foundation because most foundations have like 101 different shades for white and then it's like tan, dark. That's it, right? But it's like sand, soft sand, high sand, yellow sand, right? And you know what I mean? Like white, 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 soft white, 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 white. And then it's like brown, dark brown. Yeah. She did 50 shades and within each shade range, there's like three different like undertones, like a red undertone, an olive undertone, green. So like literally it was like... Next level shit and then on top of that all her contouring like match sticks as well as her highlighting sticks Correspond with the colors of those foundations. I see. So even the darkest tones have Contouring sticks because cool. a lot of times people with darker skin can't contour because right. they don't make a shade deep enough for their yeah. skin tone But she was like no, I'm going there because if I I know the struggle of it And you know, i watch a lot of like um, like Jackie Ina and Nima They both Are have these like two people. Yeah, they're okay. YouTube people, but they're like black makeup Artists and they always talk about a lot of foundation shades and they're like it's annoying because I always have to buy like two or three different bottles of the same foundation to get the tone I need because yeah. they only make dark and light right so they have to mix it but Rihanna's like coming out being like no come for me bitch because this mm-hmm. is like how I'm gonna change the game and literally she changed the game because now that's the new standard for foundation and I was like so they do I am here for that they have literally... I was asking
1: because I knew how specified she was in darker shades. Uh-huh. I didn't know if that...
0: It's, it's not that she specifies in darker shades, but because that's the only one where they have different tones for the darker right. shades, it's getting a lot of attention for that. I see. But yeah, she has like 101 white shades like all, every other brand out there, okay. but because like she really killed it for every tone, Yes. Make me a motherfucking brand ambassador, girl. I will come for it. That's all. That's my end season.
1: Great. Um, I'm here for that, actually, because I've been thinking about getting, like, under-eye stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the guys I follow on Instagram, I love his talks on male makeup Uh and normalizing it. Uh Um, But along the same line, I have been kind of sprucing up my um, wardrobe, mostly for this Barcelona trip, but also because... I've just been wanting to, like, dress nicer mm-hmm. lately, mm-hmm. like, in my off time. I mean, tonight I look, like, full-blown lesbian, but, um, <laughs> but like, when I'm out and about on my free time, I want to, like, I just bought four button-up shirts that I can't wait to wear because I love them so much. Um, Zara's, that,
0: Zara's been killing it with these, like, fabrics and materials. Crazy that you say that because when I was... On my 30 grind, going to Thailand, that's all I wore every single day was yeah. button-up shirts. And I never wear button-up shirts, like, on my day-to-day. Yeah. So I completely understand. But that.
1: I'm also understanding now the the benefit of spending more on one piece, mm-hmm. knowing that it's a quality piece. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I went with uh, my friend yesterday to Scotch and Soda. And he was like, did you know that none of their pieces are ever mass-produced? And I was like, oh, no. He's like, they literally have one huge sheet of fabric and they cut the prints from that one sheet, and that's it. Mm. And I was like, oh, interesting. So he's like, no two pants are ever exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Um, But that helps me to understand why those pants are $130, because normally I'd be like, no, fuck no. I can get the same thing on ASOS, but that's the difference is on ASOS, it's going to fray and not fit well because it's made to fit so many different people, um, and it's made so quickly in such large quantities. So just like expanding what my sense of style is and in, in fashion and
0: you know what that is is like we're getting old <laughs> for sure <laughs> like we're no longer forever 21 yeah. it's like hello 31 hello 31 <laughs> because like legit like it's like i realized too like i'm like oh these shoes are cute but they're uncomfortable when before that was never a part of the t- like the mm-hmm. conversation i'm like oh they rub the fuck out of my heel i'll just put band-aids on i'm like nah nigga yeah bitch you better not rub <laughs> shit if i'm spending money on it right Better put these cushiony ass insoles.
1: Mm-hmm. But in saying
0: something like that yesterday, at Scotch and Soda, we found
1: out if you go and get something of theirs tailored and bring back the receipt, they'll refund you the tailor. Wow. Because they want their pieces to fit you exactly how they should fit, right. which is why they custom make everything so much. Right. And if they can't alter it for you, um, they'll let you do it on your own. Yeah.
0: Which is like. I believe in their exactly. quality. Exactly. Because so, yeah. like things like Lululemon where people complain that it's expensive, which I agree mm. it is quite expensive, yeah. but they alter them. They'll tailor uh-huh. your pants and stuff for you just so that it fits the way it should. Yeah. But yeah, I support that too. Thanks. Well... between your face and my wardrobe we about to look fly (laughs) but um, you guys thank you so much for tuning in with us and hanging out with us honestly we are so grateful that we do have an audience because we thought only 20 people would listen and we are getting way more than that so thank you thank you thank you thank you so much as always, you guys, please rate, rescri- uh, rate, rescribe, <laughs> rate, subscribe, listen, review, share, prescribe share, share. <laughs> um, and if you want to, please follow us on Instagram at Fruit Snacks Pod, and you can also email us at Fruit
1: Snacks Pod at
0: gmail.com. Please reach out because we do respond, and we love to open the conversation up send all the time. Send
1: dick pics to 562-714. <laughs> I don't
0: remember the rest. Yeah, send dick pics. To something like that. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But um, as always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we will catch you next week on Fruit Snakes. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. So fruit facts this week. We just got one silly fruit fact check for you. And um, it was when we were talking about Bring It On and quoting Bring It On. Sure enough, the captain of the Clovers, played by Gabrielle Union, her name is indeed Isis. So we weren't acting crazy. This is before they knew Isis was going to be a terrorist group. But yeah, her name was Isis. That's pretty much it. So we will catch you guys next week on Fruit Snacks. And thank you guys so much for listening.